0: we <laughs> A proud size queen moment happened last week And I'm going to talk about it very soon Because that's what we do But before we get to that We want to say thank you to Cassidy.com For sponsoring this episode of Frontboard Swingers Cassidy is a great resource for lifestylers Especially if you're newer to the lifestyle Or you're just dipping your toe in Because it has so many different features of it That aren't just about connecting with other people For example, they have forums Where you can ask questions And get opinions from people across the country There's also things like communities So you can get involved in your local club and meet people that might be going to the local club on any given weekend. And of course, you can start reaching out to sexy people and setting up some dates. So if you want to check out Cassidy and all of its features for free, you can do so by going to FrontPorchSwingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, get an entire month of free Cassidy services when you go to FrontPorchSwingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner. We hope to see you there. So as we're recording this, we are actually, what, two days away? Or wait, no, tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow? morning. Holy hell, tomorrow morning, we are going to Omaha, Nebraska for Crazy Winter Nights. So next episode, we'll let you know how that went. But I'm excited. I'm getting excited for this.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm not excited about getting on a plane at 7 o'clock in the morning tomorrow uh, <laughs> and flying to someplace that's super fucking cold. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the event itself. We've been talking about going for years now, and we haven't made it yet. But also, I have been asked to host this uh, questions and answers seminar, essentially, about by men in the lifestyle. Yes. And while I'm fucking pumped to do it, I'm really eager to, to chat with some of these guys. I'm also wondering just how well attended that seminar would be.
0: Yeah, we've talked a lot about this because, I mean, obviously we're hoping and we're told by the people that are hosting it yes, that there is a Cole lot of... And Amanda. Yeah, Cole and Amanda with the crazy truth. We're told that there's a lot of demand for it. Like there are a lot of guys coming that have specifically asked about this type of seminar and that's great until they actually get there and realize that they have to sit in a room with and, other... <laughs> yeah. and basically admit to people that they're at least interested in the possibility of talking about by play with other men.
1: Well, also what, I, what I'm hoping will happen happen is couples that aren't bi or where the male potentially isn't bi will come and listen simply to understand a little bit better what it's like to be a bi male in a space like this that where you're not super, you know, appreciated necessarily and maybe how to navigate that a little bit better.
0: I would love that. I don't see that being a thing that often. I don't
1: know. I'm optimistic. I'm hoping that's the case. I I could be a complete idiot, but I'm hoping that that happens because I think it's a conversation we need to have more often. I mean, we talk about it all the time with our friends, obviously, but... I think doing this on a larger scale is exactly what's called for.
0: Here's proof that we still have a long way to go in that arena. We put up a TikTok video yesterday where you were talking about this exact subject, yes. the buy seminar and about going to Omaha and hoping that we have guys that show up for this. And someone said, well, Brian doesn't seem like a buy guy.
1: Oh, so it doesn't sound buy? Bi- doesn't sound, sound bi, the bi on bi the bi podcast.
0: I was like, what What are you talking about? What does a buy guy sound like? I, I,
1: I don't see. That's the problem, right? <laughs> Because I guess people have this image in their head of what I am supposed to be like if I'm exactly. buying or pan. Yep. And apparently I don't fit that description. So I I just need somebody to draw me a picture of what that person is supposed to fucking look like. You know what I mean? Like, what Exactly how am I supposed to appear or how am I supposed to sound or... Uh, I don't know. I I really don't know.
0: Yeah, it's back to those stereotypes that if you're bi or something other than straight, you're less masculine or, you know, you dress a certain way. Well,
1: it's this this whole alpha male concept, right? I don't need to tell you that I'm an alpha male if I'm an alpha male. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do, which is exactly (laughs) what I do. So if I want to wear a certain type of clothing or, you know, engage intimately with men, I don't fucking need to explain myself to you. You know, I mean, I just don't, I don't get that whole concept. To me, that's like the most alpha thing to do is whatever the fuck you want to do.
0: Well, you know? yeah. <laughs> so it's like the definition. I, yeah. So
1: why why is this a problem for you? Yeah. I don't you know, get yeah. It. I don't sound by apparently. <laughs> okay. Cool. What the fuck ever that means. You know. I, whatever. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm eager. Really. I'm hopeful. I'm super hopeful that at minimum it will open the door for even one guy in the fucking room. Right. That'll help one dude or one couple in the room.
0: Yeah. That, that would be a win on my my account, absolutely. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, yeah, let's hope one guy or one couple shows up. Looking forward to it.
0: I also found out this week that I get to host one of the cocktail hours with the ladies at Crazy Winter Night, so that'll be super fun. Yeah,
1: surprise to you. Yes, you and uh, three other <laughs> gals, I believe, will be hosting a ladies' night.
0: I kind of uh, got volunteered, but I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, so. I, yeah I, I, Cole was like, oh, by the way, this is what I got Brenda doing. I'm like, okay, cool, I'll let her know. <laughs> I'm sure she'll love it.
0: That's way more fun than a <laughs> seminar to me. Yeah. I'm not good at that. You're good at this seminar shit. I am not. So. No. This yeah. is much more my arena. I just get to go in in a cute dress yeah. and be flirty and fun, and then we're good. So. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what you're good at. No, that's <laughs> that is yeah. my wheelhouse. Yeah, so that's what we've got going on starting uh, tomorrow. And of course, as we're recording this, it is far earlier in the morning than we normally do, because uh, per usual, we are running behind on everything. We have Welcome not, to
0: our lives. Yeah,
1: we still have not decided what we're bringing for clothing. We have not even begun to pack. We have a full day of work today. Uh, I have to pick up a suit from the dry cleaner. I haven't gone to the gym yet. We have a lot of shit we have to do just to be able to get out of town, and we are woefully behind.
0: The last episode, we were drinking Crown Reserve, and this episode, we're drinking coffee. Yes, so. I have
1: a full cup of coffee in my hand.
0: That's so. a much better plan at 7 a.m. <laughs> if I was drinking Crown Reserve at 7 a.m., I'd be in bed by 9 a.m.
1: Yeah, that's a, that would be just one of those bad (laughs) Decision. Now, that is not to say that I won't have a cocktail before I get on the plane tomorrow, provided the bar is open (laughs) as early as we'll be there.
0: But it is socially acceptable at an airport to drink in the morning, just like it's socially acceptable at an airport to eat like ice cream at 8 a.m.
1: Well, it's. Absolutely acceptable to drink at six o'clock in the morning at the Vegas airport because most people have not stopped drinking. Yet.
0: No joke, they haven't so been to it, bed. Yeah,
1: you just roll right up to the bar and it's it's like happy hour.
0: And they smell know? like they haven't been to bed or For showered.
1: Sure. <laughs> For sure, yeah, Vegas, Vegas hits people regret. hard,
0: man. You see it at the airport more so than anywhere else. You oh, see it's the, best. the life has drained from their eyes by the time they make it to the airport to head back to wherever they're
1: from. Yeah, it's like it, it's so funny. You, you fly in, it's a fucking party. You fly out, it's like a funeral. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> Walking zombies. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna be chilly, but it'll be fun. You know, we'll hang out in uh, in uh, Omaha for a few days, and you know, that's uh, that's new. we you and I haven't been there together yet. So.
0: I've never been to Nebraska, period. So yeah. this will be fun. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. So also, while you have uh, a very naughty story to share, uh, which I'm eager to hear, I was telling you earlier this morning, or the ride over to the studio, my correlation between my encounters. With Jade and Susan, I got the chance to see both of them back-to-back. One on Monday, one on Tuesday. I saw you Susan slut. Monday and, and Jade on uh, Tuesday. And it was interesting because the play styles are getting a little bit more aligned.
0: Interesting. Explain.
1: Yeah. Well, Jade, super, you know, we play a little bit more aggressively. It's certainly a little more rough than my play with Susan. But mid-play, she and I were... Kind of giggling a little bit because as I mentioned to her, I said, A little birdie told me that you might want it a little bit more uh, aggressively because I was pulling her hair and choking her slightly while she was riding my cock. And she's like, Oh, a little birdie, a little redheaded birdie, maybe? <laughs> I was like, Yeah, you know, Brenna may mentioned that you gals got together and had this chat. So it did get a little bit more aggressive than it normally does, very, very minimally, however. But they both did share the same desire, essentially. Completely unchoreographed, I'm sure. But they do enjoy... (laughs) They weren't
0: texting each other trying to get this all in the line. No, I don't think so. (laughs) But
1: they do enjoy a lot of the same things physically, which is a lot of fun for me. Because while they do enjoy some of the same things, they're both very, very different. And and they respond differently. So it's it's really fun. So I'll just... uh, Spoiler alert. I'll give you an example. When I played with Susan, if you remember, not this last time, but the time before uh, when I was on the fucking injured reserve list... She commented that, well, while she was sucking my cock and before I came, I started stroking my cock because I wasn't, I didn't, we, she and I did not discuss my coming in her mouth. So she asked me afterwards why I would stop her from doing that. And of course, I said, well, I'm, I'm not that presumptuous to assume that that's what you want me to do. So I will check in with you next time. So this time around, she made no bones about it. My cock was not coming out of her mouth. Okay? <laughs> I love that. So now you flash forward to the next day. Tuesday, I'm now playing with Jade, who we play in a a lot of different ways, but a lot of times I'll finish in her mouth or on her or something like that. In this particular case, we're mid-play and she basically announced to me that she wanted me to come on her face, which she's never asked me to do before, which I thought was fucking amazing because she told me exactly what she wanted me to do. That takes out all the guesswork. Right? Right? That's fucking awesome. So And it's
0: hot. It's so hot when, especially a woman, for me anyway, can verbalize that shit, especially when it's done, like, proudly with a smile on their face. I'm like, God, that confidence is just... Intoxicated. well even
1: more so than that while we're playing and, and at the point where I'm ready to come she was sucking my cock and she basically m- made me come on her own face which was fucking insanely uh. so yeah I mean that again that level of confidence and just knowing what you want in that moment and and I, honestly I feel good about the fact that they can say those things to me and ask me for those things and tell me they want those things because I have to believe that they're that much more comfortable with our relationships now. Yeah. You know, which I think is fucking awesome, which is why I always talk about that regular play partner building that rapport and, you know, that, uh, that consistency. I think there's something to that.
0: Well, and I also want to just say I'm the best wing woman ever to both you and the ladies, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I orchestrate some things behind the scenes. And uh, this sure was this was very much an example of that, because, yeah, I mean, Susan had mentioned that she appreciates that more aggressive play. And I was like, well, that's totally Brian's wheelhouse. So I'll plant the seed and you ran with it. And apparently it worked out really fucking well.
1: Well, yeah, but, you know, to be clear, our play, she and I, has never been necessarily sensual but <laughs> certainly softer than mine and jade's and, you know up to this point i have a feeling it could get to that point provided she's prepared and ready for that but the truth is this last time that i had spent with susan while i enjoy every interaction with her even if it's just sitting and having a drink she's just a blast to be around this seemed like a very connected session which could be attributed to that variance in, in aggressiveness could be. Or, or, and because of course, after that, there's much more of a connection, a softer connection after play, right.
0: Yeah, well, you also just spent the night with her a
1: few weeks exactly. ago. So
0: that could be part of it too.
1: Yeah, I, I thought about that and it, it really, I think I think that experience. I brought us closer in terms of us being even that much more comfortable with each other, far more than we were before. And we were really comfortable with each other to begin with. I mean, we're friends. So it's like, you know, I get to play with a friend. It's a That's huge.
0: Well, what's funny to me is, you know, we kind of always, and we do poke fun. And I hope we don't hurt people's feelings by doing that. But we kind of poke fun at the idea of kissing is more intimate than sex. And we're like, oh, okay, whatever. Sure it is. But I do believe that sleeping in bed with someone is more intimate than sex.
1: Oh, it's absolutely, especially when you're, listen, a partnered person, like in the situation that we're in, that's absolutely, it's probably one of the more intimate things you can do. We went out on a date, spent the night together. I made her breakfast in the morning. That's pretty significant
0: yeah that's right? an intimate thing absolutely yeah. I would be uncomfortable doing that with anyone I'm currently playing with
1: well think about how many people do that every single day and don't have sex that night <laughs> right right that's I mean seriously that's an intimate thing that's a that's a very personal thing so yeah I don't I absolutely don't believe that sex is the most intimate thing you could do. In fact, it could be very robotic and mechanical.
0: Okay, so here's a question for you, because you played with Jade one night, and then you played with Susan the next night, and then obviously you and I had sex. Mm-hmm. Do you find when it's that close in in proximity to each other that you compare us at all? Is that a thing?
1: No, because I, no. I, first of all, I don't, you're all three very different people, although from a play perspective have very similar traits for sure. Uh, just in terms of like the aggression and simple stuff, hair pulling, choking, the you know the nibbling and all those things. It's interesting because you all have very different mannerisms when it comes to like orgasms. Although you and Susan are similar in that you orgasm really differently from oral as compared to uh, penetrative sex. Interesting. Yeah, you're. It's funny because so. A lot of times she she kind of fucks with me because she doesn't necessarily, not that she doesn't like it, but it, it, it stresses her out. Like when I have, when she orgasms from oral before we have penetrative sex because she's so fucking sensitive. (laughs) <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to come again. You can't make me come again. I won't be able to have any more sex. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take it easier. <laughs> so she gets so sensitive. And that's, you're the same way. From oral, like a lot of times if it's too much, it's too much. Yeah. And I can only do it a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are very similar in that way. But no, I don't think there's, you know, it's funny, the, the, the need for comparison. That's interesting that you say that because you think about vanilla people, right? Or when, when maybe when you were single. Right. Because I know guys do this. I'm telling you guys fucking do this, especially when they're single guys and they're sleeping with multiple women and they're, you know, they're they're on the prowl. Guys who are not committed to someone specifically, but are playing and, and dating multiple people absolutely compare their partners and they compartmentalize them. This gal is going to be phenomenal for me to take out to dinner at this particular restaurant. This gal is going to be great to go out to this dive bar and listen to some live music. All of those things are different. And then when it comes to sex, it's absolutely, okay, am I into anal tonight? Because then I got to go out with someone. You know what I mean? Like guys absolutely do that. I assume on some level, women do the same thing.
0: Fuck yeah. But but, I do that with play partners too. See, but
1: For me, I don't have to do that because I get all of that.
0: Oh, I totally do it with play partners. Like, who do I want sensual sex from tonight? Who do I want to be thrown around like a rag doll? Who's going to be able to provide X, Y, Z for me? I do that.
1: Well, see, that that's the thing. I don't even think about it because my partners, obviously, you know, yourself included, but my, my regular play partners are fucking amazing. So my time with them is awesome. It I don't transcends even have to, that. Yeah. I don't even have to think about whether or not. I'm into this or into that. No matter what happens, it's fucking hot and it's fun. And then you and I get to play and it's always hot and always fun. I don't have to make those comparisons anymore. So the beauty of being in, in the lifestyle, at least in my situation, I don't have to fucking worry about it. It's going to be hot either way and it's fun. And even if it's just going out and having a drink, I enjoy... I have fun going and throwing axes with Jade, who doesn't drink, or going out and have uh, and having some uh, really good bourbon with with Susan at a you know a really cool bar we we go to here in town, or playing. It doesn't matter. It's just fucking fun, yeah. you know. But I really thought it was interesting that correlation. It's like the like when the when the moons start to align, everybody starts <laughs> getting on the same fucking page. It's you like know?
0: women uh, with our cycles.
1: <laughs> it's, well, it's weird, you know. It, or it's the texting, right? I'll get a text message from Susan, and five minutes later, Jade will text me, right? And Susan wants me to come in her mouth the next day jade's got me coming on her face I- i'll take it all day long god your life sucks man oh, so bad. let
0: me tell you you have a rough fucking life yeah <laughs> i'm it's... sure everyone listening feels so bad for you right Yeah. Now. don't do
1: not feel bad for me do not hot feel
0: women want you to come all over them yeah
1: never feel bad for me things <laughs> things are much worse for a lot more people <laughs> i'm having a good time so yeah it's look it, it's fucking i thought it was interesting whether it means anything or not i don't know but uh I guess it's like a full circle, you know? It's weird.
0: I love it. Well, on that note, getting away from uh, amazing women, let's talk about the dudes for a minute. Ooh, okay. So single guy tip of the week this week is a pro tip for single guys, and they have no idea how much this impresses both a hot wife and her partner. That is the power of a thank you message after the experience.
1: No question about it. You're referring probably to dreads and samaj
0: yes two of the guys that i played with during avn week
1: yeah so first of all dreads reached out to me i don't know that samaj has my number he texted me the day after you filmed with him i also met him at the gym he came to meet me at the gym so he could train at our gym that next morning and texted me later in the day thanking me for taking the time to meet him at the gym and of course thanking me for your participation, obviously, in the filming. And he said something to the effect of, um, it's really great to develop friendships. And, uh, you know, so happy to have met you guys. It's always great to see you both. And I mean, super, super nice.
0: Yeah. And he sent me a very similar message, basically just saying that he had a great time with me, that he wants to do it again, which always makes me feel good. Because even if it's a great experience, I think there's that neuroses that exist in your brain that's like, did you think it was as good as I thought it was? Did you enjoy it as much as I did? If not, like you just sit there and, and at least I do I fucking spiral
1: well also if it's well that's the whole thing right it's the it's the idea that these these guys are texting or messaging contacting us the next day if there's no contact that's what you're thinking like uh, how did this go is it was it good was it not good or th- was, was it an experience that they're going to want to repeat or you know it, it, it takes all the guesswork out of it
0: well or there have been times when I've reached out to guys the next day and I've been like thank you so much for your time last night I had a great time and they'll respond with like thanks or something like that, and I'm like, yeah. okay, so it didn't go well. We're well, not going to see each other again. Also,
1: and let's be honest. We talked about this now for the past week almost. The lack of professionalism in this space across the board, right? Sexuality space, adult entertainment space. There's a lot of it. it it's it, like you said. It's oh, it's a sex business. So it's just let's just not take it seriously. Yeah. A lot of times that's the case. However, when guys like this who are professionals, They stand out. I mean, instantly they stand out. You said to me... You can't wait to film with both of them again. You're looking forward to seeing them both again. That's a big deal. It's it's no different from a you know a hot wife date that you know went really well, and now you're excited to repeat it with the same person.
0: Well, yeah, and for me, it is a little bit of a stroking of ego, which I know is not necessarily anyone's responsibility. It's always but nice though. If you want to really be impressive and you want to, to make me feel like we're going to have a next great session together, I mean, just that little act means so much. Yeah, it's huge.
1: It, it, more than anything, like you said, it's it's a confirmation that what happened was pleasurable, right? That's a big fucking deal. It's not really even about stroking somebody's ego. All you're doing is reassuring them that that the encounter was great for them. And it just makes you feel good.
0: Right, well, and I also think about the times that like Susan or, or Jade have reached out and thanked me for basically you spending yeah. time with them. That means so much to me Absolutely. because it's a showing of such respect And I admire that they do it almost every single time that you're with them. I get a text message saying, you know, thank you so much for letting me spend time with Brian. And even though you're an autonomous person who can make that decision, I still appreciate that they are acknowledging that.
1: Well, and just to be clear, you talk about a single guy pro tip. Every time I have the opportunity and the pleasure to be with either of them, I always text them that evening or that day, later that day, thanking them again for their time, right? That's just courtesy. And we are friends, all of us. I have played with them multiple times. I never fail to do that.
0: Yeah, and here's a follow-up tip of the week along with this. if Even if you're not playing with someone, if you just go on a first meeting with someone, yeah. but you want there to be play down the road, because there are a lot of people that aren't going to play on that first date, right? right. So they want to meet first and then they want to have some time to like talk with their partner about things. And then maybe they'll go out with you again right. for an actual play date. But if you don't text them after that first meeting, they may assume that you're not interested and may move on to the next.
1: For sure. Also, if you're a guy who has the contact information for both parties both the hot wife and the husband don't be a fool you need to send both of them a message yeah thank for you sure. so much for allowing me to spend time with both yourself and your amazing wife thank you for allowing me to spend a time with your partner whatever you absolutely should do that it it goes a long fucking way as to whether or not you get another response.
0: Well, and the reality is, and I know that some people think that this is a very negative part of the lifestyle, but it's just the reality. There are couples out there who are courting multiple guys at the same time. Absolutely. And there's a lot of competition. We talk about that so much. The level of competition is so stiff that if that's something that you can do that takes literally 30 seconds to do, sending that text message, it will literally bump you to the top of the list, assuming that you were in the running to begin with.
1: I cannot tell you how many couples will reach out to me like on one of the dating profiles anytime someone looks at my profile as you know whether or not they send me a message or not I thank them for looking at my profile really appreciate your time thank you so much and I personalize it it's not copied and pasted I personalize every single fucking one I cannot tell you how many couples have reached back out to me Thanking me for thanking them, saying nobody ever does that. Thank you so much for reaching out. It breaks the ice. We didn't know whether we should reach out or not. I'm telling you, it's a fucking game changer. It's simple communication. It's an absolute game changer.
0: Yeah, a two-minute process that will get you laid, probably.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, You're welcome. It it will certainly increase your odds. (laughs)
0: Yes. That's a much better way to put it than how I put it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) It will increase your chances exponentially, I believe. If everything else was great and you're not a total creeper, (laughs) if you want to put the icing on the cake, just send a really nice fucking message for them taking the time to meet you.
0: Ah, oh, love it. There is your single guy tip of the week this week. So what I'll say is it's not often that I talk about my OnlyFans shoots on the show. I have a lot of them and I don't usually cover them on the show, but I feel compelled to talk about this one for several reasons. Mostly I know be- one
1: big fucking reason. <laughs> I do. I know one big fucking reason. I want to be clear. I do not perv on your OnlyFans. Right. Okay. I don't, you send me images and videos and stuff. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I'm not a fucking subscriber on your OnlyFans. I don't get to see all the action. I get to see the raw footage.
0: You got to pay for that shit, man.
1: Yeah. I, I see the raw footage.
0: There's no free trials.
1: However, no. <laughs> However, you you posted a picture in our private Telegram group on uh, on Wiener Wednesday, which uh, Wiener Wednesday, we have Topless Tuesday, Wiener Wednesday, we got it all.
0: I don't even think I waited till Wednesday. I think I just threw it up because I was proud.
1: Sure. Uh, up until that point, I honestly never saw Samaj, like, naked. Like, I, I don't see your videos, right? I don't right. I don't see that. You and I, we talk about these experiences. I don't see it. So I had no idea just how giant this guy's cock is. It's fucking ridiculous. That it's thing. like
0: two Coke cans attached to each other.
1: I, I was like, it I, it caught me off guard because I didn't realize you posted it. And I'm looking through, you know, I'm just scrolling through because I missed like 118 fucking messages. And I, so, so I'm swiping up and I'm like, oh, wait what the fuck was that so i had to go back down i honestly didn't know what i saw that is it was, a
0: massive fucking cock is was what you. that
1: is i am think you were on your knees i guess it was like yes. a point of view his yes. point of view i'm like and and to be clear a part of his cock was cut off from the camera
0: yes so i only
1: saw three quarters of the fucking thing probably i was like holy shit that is ridiculous <laughs> You know, I, I, I had no idea. So when you, so now I get like when you say, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm filming with Samaj. I'm going to need some time because I'm going to be sore." Or um, now I get it. I yeah. totally fucking get it.
0: Now. Okay, good. Now you have some empathy for my situation because yeah. it. Trust me, it is not easy to take a cock that size. It uh, takes some fucking work.
1: <laughs> I uh, look. Uh, I am not often or easily impressed holy (laughs) shit though good for him
0: good for me what are you talking about you too i deserve a pat on the back so anyway we're going to be sharing that story with you guys very shortly but first we want to say a thank you to the partners of the front porch swingers podcast this episode of front porch swingers is brought to you by dipsy finish this sentence in your mind i deserve a sex life that is what What comes to mind? Don't be afraid to say it, because whatever it is, you deserve it, and Dipsy can help you get there in in new and sexy and exciting ways. I absolutely love using Dipsy because it's an amazing way to unwind from a crazy day. I work hard, and at the end of the day, I want to be able to quiet my mind and focus on my pleasure. And Dipsy allows me to do that because it's an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women and for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters, and you can discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, hot and heavy hookups, and so much more. It's also also radically inclusive because Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and fifty six percent of stories are voiced by people of color. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended thirty day free trial when you go to slash FPS. That's thirty days of full access for free when you go to dipsy, D I P S E A, slash FPS. That's slash FPS. This episode of From Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. I want to talk a little bit about the flagship product from Promescent today, and that is their delay spray. There are a lot of delay sprays on the market, but... <laughs> Very few of them are legitimate. Some of them are basically water, or they leave you so numb that you can't enjoy any of the pleasures of sex. And Permescent's completely different. Their delay spray is doctor tested and recommended, and actually doctor developed as well. It's an amazing formula that also has absorption technology. So instead of transferring the material to your partner and leaving them all numb down there, you just spray it on a few minutes before play, allow it to absorb, and then go to work. And you're- Going to extend your sexy bedroom playtime. Who doesn't want a little bit more time in the bedroom and a little less anxiety about finishing too quickly? If you want to try the flagship product, the Delay Spray from Promescent today, head on over to Promescent.com. That's P R O M E S C E N T.com for the best in bedroom wellness products. 2023 is going to be a big year for us here at FPS because we have so many events coming your way. For example, our first ever full Hot Wife Hotel Takeover is happening in Phoenix, April 13th through the 16th. I could not be more excited. Some of the people that are signed up for this event already are, oh my God, the most fun people, sexy people who are really passionate about hot or cuckolding, or they're just solid single guys that are ready to come and have fun with the couples.
1: Yeah, I couldn't be more excited about the Hot Wives of Phoenix takeover. Amazing couples, phenomenal vetted single guys. This is going to be one not to be missed.
0: And you can find all of that information and apply for membership today at members.frontporchswingers.com. And then, come September, we're partying for Pod Bash 2023, the third annual. And we have other amazing lifestyle podcasters joining us for a weekend of pool parties, nightly-themed dance parties, giveaways, games, and so much more. And that is happening September 28th through October 1st right here in Las Vegas. Again, members.frontports swingers.com to see all of our upcoming events and join us in 2023. So I have kind of, I've developed a special place in my heart for the man that we're going to talk about today for multiple reasons. First of all, you already alluded to it. The man has a massive fucking cock. And I I am now a proud size queen. I feel like before I was a trepidatious size queen, I didn't necessarily want to come across as shallow. It's
1: not shallow. (laughs) Everybody likes what they like. People like what they like.
0: But I've gotten a lot of shit for it. I really have. And it's always guys. By guys
1: with less than giant cocks. I I am one of those guys. (laughs) I don't have a giant cock.
0: I mean... (laughs) But I've had guys reach out to me and be like, oh, I'd love to play with you, but I know that I don't have a big enough cock for you. And I do want to make it clear. It's a preference. It's not a requirement. If you're a super fucking solid guy and we have amazing chemistry, I don't necessarily care about the size of your cock. But at the same time, if I have a giant cock in front of me and a less than giant cock, I'm going to pick the big cock. I just am. And I'm going to not apologize about it either.
1: Yeah. And I think it's important to note here, this isn't a situation where we're talking about someone with a a larger than average cock, right? Because I have a larger than average cock. Yes, you do. This is not that guy. This is the top 1%. This is like the top 0.1%. Of cocks. I mean, look... (laughs) <laughs> don't feel bad because you're not the size of this fucking guy right because there's uh, there are not a lot of dudes that are by you know when you talk about ratios of number of men to and the size of their fucking penises this guy is at the top of his game so it's not <laughs> like it, you don't even bother comparing yourself to it right you ride a bike you know you're you're a bike rider you're not lance fucking armstrong okay right. totally <laughs> understand this guy's
0: the lance armstrong of cocks yeah, yeah
1: i run a lot Usain Bolt Bolt I am not okay not even I don't compare myself to such a person so I am not about to compare my cock to this guys it's it's ridiculous. This is not the, the Coke-Pepsi challenge we're talking about here.
0: Okay, but let me ask you that because I do think that there are a lot of guys in the hot wife space that are like, oh, I want my wife to have fun with other guys, but if she just wants to have giant cocks all the time, she's not going to want my cock anymore.
1: Completely false.
0: Right. I mean, you. I obviously don't feel that way about you. I still love your cock despite enjoying larger cocks. Yeah,
1: yeah that's... It's unfortunate. Uh, guys, we are tied to our fucking penises. Like, literally, it's, it's like our ego. Everything is is wrapped up in our cocks.
0: Is that a societal thing? Like, because you've been told that bigger cocks are better? Or what, what's the deal I, there?
1: I, I don't think? know. It may, it's certainly, I think, a generational thing, maybe. I, I think it's, uh, it has to do with um, age on some level. I, I'm not really sure. Like,
0: I don't, older no. guys are more tied to their cocks? I, I think so.
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I, I would, I mean, I don't know 100%. Clearly, I've not done a fucking, you know, any kind of study on this, although there probably is one. I don't know I'm not sure but yeah we're you know egos are tied to it and, and it's a weird it's a fucking weird thing you know penis envy it's a strange fucking thing <laughs> you know?
0: I agree although yeah I mean I just wish that people would stop listen if you're listening right now and you're bothered by me liking large cocks I'm sorry I no, guess you're not I guess I'm sorry I'm that sorry, you not
1: sorry not like... sorry no you're not sorry <laughs> so what are you gonna do you gonna stop fucking dudes with giant no, cocks no exactly so
0: absolutely don't not.
1: apologize for it it is what you look I like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Right. Okay. Now I don't. I don't eat, know why
0: it's fucking gross. I but. love
1: it. It's my favorite fucking thing. It does not like me because I'm totally lactose intolerant. <laughs> but I will fuck around and roll the dice <laughs> and occasionally eat some chocolate chip mint ice cream, like when I'm in a fucking mood. Right. Right. That does not mean if you put in front of me Rocky Road, I, that I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> That's not. It's what that, still delicious it's fucking ice cream. Yeah. So it doesn't. Yeah. It's not going to keep me from enjoying it. Right. Right. Very much the same thing. From my perspective, yeah. I eat mostly red meat. Am I going to turn down an amazing bowl of pasta occasionally? Not a fucking chance. So, yeah, I think you just got to be open-minded. The whole idea is that we get get variety. Well, that's why I'm in the lifestyle. Yeah, we get variety. I have a thing for short, curvy redheads. This is not a fucking (laughs) secret. My entire history will tell you that. However, I am also not opposed to to playing with a five-foot-nine thinner redhead. Or (laughs) Or blonde. Or or... a blonde, (laughs) or a brunette, or, or shave your fucking head. It doesn't even matter, you know? I mean, so yeah, we all have stuff we dig, but it doesn't mean it's the only thing we are into. Some people, I guess, are super, like, hyper-focused on certain things.
0: Which is also okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you're not fetishizing people. Right, exactly. But anyway, I want to get back to the point of this. (laughs) The whole point of this is the gentleman that I'm going to talk about today is incredibly well-endowed, but that's not the only reason I loved this play session. And it's not the only reason I was excited for this play session because I've had one with him before. Yeah. And this man is one of the most professional and kind people I have ever encountered in this space.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a gentleman. He's a super fucking gentleman. You know, right up, you know, we pulled up to the Airbnb that, that we were using to film. He came out the front door, helped carry the stuff, and he's a fucking, he's a real gentleman, and he gets it, and as you said, super professional
0: had his test pulled up and ready to go as soon as I got there and already had an idea of what he wanted to shoot with me, already had his lighting set up, had his camera set up, which this is going to be funny because he had this whole room ready to go when I got there. And I also loved, he and I are kind of like getting ready for the scene. I go in and clean myself up (laughs) <laughs> i had to do a little prep work this time
1: yeah i kind of like i understand now
0: i kind of spread myself a little bit while i was getting ready because i was like if i just let him ram his fucking cock into me it's gonna be bad
1: well i remember the first time you filmed with him it was like a three hour session
0: and i felt like i got hit by a semi-truck yeah was... you
1: came down from we were at a, a resort here in town you are like um i need to eat I need a drink and I need a nap. (laughs) Like you were worked. I thought, oh, wow, that must have been really something. I totally fucking get it now because up until the other day, I had no idea what was happening.
0: (laughs) Three hours of getting rammed by that cock. Imagine that.
1: Nah. nah, Yeah. Hard pass. (laughs) Hard pass.
0: Anyway, we're kind of getting ourselves ready. I went in and put on this lavender piece of lingerie. I brought a bunch of outfits and I asked him kind of what he thought I should wear. And I liked that he chose kind of the most wholesome of them. (laughs) It was just this cute little lavender slip number. And then I put my leopard print robe that's like sheer and silky over the top of it. And it was just kind of an interesting combination. I felt very sexy in it. And I went into the room where he was kind of prepping and, you know, putting on lotion and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, are you nervous? And I was like, no, not really. I feel really comfortable with you. And I was like, are you nervous? And he's like, yeah. Why? And I was like, why? And he's like, I don't know. I just always get kind of like butterflies before these types of things. I was like, I fucking love that. I loved that. To me, it was very endearing because this is a guy who does this all the fucking time. Yeah. And the fact that he was still had that kind of like nervous excitement to be with me and to experience this with me. I don't know. I loved that.
1: Yeah. There's. Yeah. Look, I think that's great. And also the idea that he's able to articulate that to you where most guys are like, oh, no, no, no. Not worried about
0: about it. Yeah, he's not like this super macho, like, oh, I can't tell you that I'm nervous. Yeah, I just loved that. I just thought it was cute. And it also put me even more at ease. Again, I was not nervous for this, even though we were filming it. And even though this was only my second time with him. I didn't feel any nervous energy at all. I was just fucking excited.
1: No, it was a very calming, actually, atmosphere in the house and the other people that were there filming and working. They were all very nice. Everyone was having a good time. Super welcoming. Yeah. And it was a great spot. The house was amazing. And so, yeah, all things were really clicking. And like I said, he's a super professional, as kind and courteous as they come. Uh, I just appreciate it anytime you create any content with him.
0: So the whole idea of the shoot was we were gonna do like five minutes of pre shoot stuff where it was more POV just with his phone, right. and then we were gonna switch to his cameras because he has cameras and lights set up as I mentioned, and this was gonna be a whole production, okay? Right. So we start. We, he's kind of talking. We're talking a little bit back and forth. I'm really giggly. He's asking me questions about like us being together, and I'm just I don't know. I was giddy and excited to go, and he's filming with his phone, and he tells me to get down on my knees and he takes out this fucking amazing cock and even soft this cock is crazy
1: Uh, yeah
0: it's like (laughs) i'm I'm not exaggerating it is literally the diameter almost of a coke can oh
1: it absolutely is and and, and every bit of two of them or more stacked on top of each other (laughs) it's yeah it's nuts Not, not. I had no idea that's what was <laughs> happening down there.
0: So his cock is soft. It's already big. I'm already a little intimidated by it because I'm like, I've seen this thing fucking hard. This will be interesting. So I start sucking his cock and I'm looking up at him. And it's funny because like, obviously the phone is kind of in front of his face, but I can still see him smiling behind it. Yeah. And I don't know. He just seemed excited to be there with me is again. Is that the
1: picture that you posted? Is that where that came from? That's
0: where that came yeah. from. Yeah. And I, I started very smiling slowly i was just going up and down on his cock and i was playing a little bit with his balls and he's just getting hard in my mouth which is an experience with a cock that size let me fucking tell you yeah. it is it's a whole different sensation
1: well you can't fucking breathe out of your mouth i imagine at, so. one, at some point yes <laughs> yeah, is, I mean, at some point you can't breathe period I'm just, t- i probably stared at that fucking picture for a good three minutes like <laughs> holy Shit, <laughs> for real? And the comments were the best. Like, all these, cr- like, these wide open, like, uh, emojis, the eyes wide open, like, like the what? mind oh.
0: blown emoji. <laughs> I know. It makes me feel like a badass. That's
1: the funniest shit ever. <laughs>
0: so, I'm sucking his cock. He's getting hard in my mouth. He's smiling down at me. I'm giving the sultry eyes right back to him. The whole thing was, it was really interesting how this energy just picked up. Because, again, I don't think that he was like, I don't think the nervous energy shifted into the play session at all, right. but you could tell that there it was kind of a slower start in terms of like his and my connection with each other, but it just built and built and built, and then all of a sudden, we're just bouncing off of each other, and I can feel it. I can feel that energy radiating from him, where it's like, he wants me, and that's fucking hot to me, and it's motivating me to suck his cock with even more vigor.
1: Well, so- There was nothing, um, no pre-plan in terms of, you know, positioning or any of that stuff. It was just kind of go with the flow.
0: I think he had a plan. So his plan was for me to be on my knees and just shooting with the phone for that first five or so minutes. And then we were going to get up on the bed and use all the cameras and the lights and all of that kind of shit. Well, that's not what happened because this thing got intense very quickly. I mean, I'm rubbing my hands up and down his legs. He has these nice, just kind of muscular, manly legs. And I'm rubbing my hands all over them, and he starts kind of rubbing one hand on me, and I'm pushing my mouth even further down onto him. The photo that I put on Telegram, he described it perfectly afterwards. He called it my struggle face. Oh, for <laughs> because sure. Because getting him at the back of my throat is a fucking task.
1: Yeah, you, it looked like you were you were absolutely putting in all the effort. <laughs>
0: I was opening my my mouth as wide as I possibly could.
1: Yeah, it was really tremendous. (laughs) So
0: so again, it's just kind of picking up an intensity. And there was one moment where he was like, I want to lick your pussy. And I was like, okay. So I get up on the edge of the bed and he is continuing to just film with his phone and he's going down on me. He's swirling his tongue all over my pussy, all over my clit. I mean, he is not eating my pussy like this is you know, a requirement or because a camera is going like I can tell he genuinely wants to be suffocated in that fucking pussy.
1: Yeah, no, there's it's obvious. We talk about this a lot. People who genuinely enjoy providing pleasure in whatever form for their partner and then those that are kind of phoning it in. It's for me, it's painfully obvious
0: Well, it's painfully obvious that he was happy to be there and I fucking loved it. (laughs) He's like flicking his tongue on my clit and then he's swirling and then he's darting his tongue in and out of my pussy hole. I mean, the whole thing was just, it was like he paid attention to the whole thing. My legs are shaking. There was one moment I came, I actually pulled my tits out of my lingerie and was pinching on my nipples at the same time that I came, which I love to do because it just... Amps it up a level, and then as soon as he saw me doing that, the next time that he could tell I was getting close to coming, he reaches up and grabs onto my tit and starts pinching it, and I'm grabbing on the other one, and there's just so much sensation going on. And again, there is that excitement of there's a phone right there, seeing all of this, and knowing that eventually other people are gonna see it, and that turns me the fuck on.
1: Well, it's super hot. It you got everybody turned on in the fucking Telegram group, that's (laughs) for sure. It was just, and that was just a still picture of you with a giant cock in your mouth.
0: so he went down on me for a while I think he made me come at least three times and my legs were kind of shaking and again I expected that's where we were going to kind of cut that stuff and go into like setting everything up and I'm I'm very kind of glad that didn't happen I know that the video quality would have been better but I felt like we just fucking rolled with it we were both so into it I was gushing fucking wet I was I wanted that cock so fucking bad it's literally all I could think about was having his cock inside of me at that point
1: I think it's I don't know. I mean, I'm not a fucking expert, obviously, in the in the whether it's amateur or professional filming of porn, but I I just think it was, I imagine it would be better just kind of doing it organically as opposed to hard stop. Let's get the camera set up and the lights. And then you got to try to kind of reinvent this fucking experience. Well,
0: right. But that's what most porn is. Most porn is start, stop, right, start, right. stop. Okay. Switch positions. Okay. Now this camera, oh, this camera's not in the right position. Yeah. I loved that. That's not what happened in this situation. We were so into it that it was like, let's just fucking roll with it with a fucking iPhone.
1: Yeah, exactly. And just
0: go, you know? And so there was one moment he's like, okay, I was like, I need you to fuck. And he's like, okay, he just sets the phone down on the windowsill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all and ha- this fucking $30,000 worth of fucking <laughs> filming equipment at the fucking iPhones on the windowsill. That's <laughs> the best. It's
0: perfect. And he has me scoot my ass all the way to the edge of the bed. I'm still laying on my back and we're kind of touching on each other and, you know, just being a little bit flirtatious. And then he starts to like come near me with his cock. And that's when I realize just how fucking big this thing really is. It's one thing when it's in your mouth, Right. You know that it, there is a struggle to that. It's a whole different ballgame when you think about that thing going inside of your pussy.
1: I imagine. I can only imagine. That's all I'm going to do is imagine.
0: And after the last time, I literally gave myself a pep talk heading into this play session. I was like, this time. Psych yourself up. I need to talk that big. Well, I need to breathe through it. I need to relax my pelvic muscles. I'm telling myself all of this literally driving to go to this session.
1: That's hilarious.
0: So when he starts coming near me with this fucking cock, I'm laying on my back and I'm taking these deep breaths and I'm playing with my tits and I'm just trying to get myself mentally prepared for... For the first stretch, because that first initial stretch is, it can be very painful. You're
1: gonna get to your happy place,
0: and then it's amazing. But like that first pump or two is sometimes a little bit of a fucking problem. And with the cock that big, oh my god! But I will say, I was so wet that it was not as bad as I thought it was gonna be.
1: That's good to know.
0: I mean, it definitely was a stretch, and I definitely let out that you know. (laughs) <laughs> that first little squeak that I always do when someone big enters me. So anyway, he's fucking me off the side of the bed and it starts off pretty slow and methodical. He's kind of warming me up and then it picks up pace very quickly and he's grabbing onto my tits and we're talking dirty to each other. I'm telling him how good his cock feels and how big it is. I just keep saying over and over again, oh my God, this cock is so big. I didn't even know what else to say because that's the best descriptor I can possibly think of. I'm
1: pretty sure everyone that's saw... God said the same fucking thing over and over and over
0: gigantic gargantuan i mean there's yeah. <laughs> pick your fucking adjective but they all mean fucking
1: huge not, not of this earth like what the fuck <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. a, it's an alien cock yeah crazy <laughs> it's kind of like have you seen those bad dragon dildos that are like yes. <laughs> to look like they're from a different world
1: yeah it's like like it almost like can't be real Yeah. Right. Like you can't see like the person because the the cock is fake kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking insane.
0: Now this is a much more aesthetically pleasing cock than those. That's not what I'm saying. It's
1: just so big that you almost don't believe it. It looks like everybody's cock, only much fucking larger. (laughs) Much larger. Yeah.
0: So he's pumping inside of me. And again, we're just talking dirty to each other. And there is this little thought in the back of my mind of like, the camera's picking all of this up. Oh, I have sure. no idea what it looks like. I have I trust that he knows what the fuck he's doing because he's very experienced with this. Yeah. But I am thinking of that. Like, what is everyone seeing right now? I'm assuming, and I haven't even watched all the footage yet. I'm in the process of starting the editing. But I'm assuming what you see is like my pussy and then just this giant cock going into it almost from like a side Angle. Right. Super fucking hot. I can't wait. So anyway, (laughs) he is picking up the pace and our dirty talk is picking up. And there was one moment that he, I said something. I don't even remember what I said, but the look on his face, he just beamed down at me like it was super fucking hot and he was super turned on. And it totally made him pick up the speed and the intensity. So, I mean, he was just fucking ramming me. And the first time that I came, he remembered his cock is so big that when I come, I almost inevitably push him out. Right. So as I'm coming, he's like, don't you dare push that cock out. Don't you dare hold that cock inside. So I'm literally having an orgasm, but like trying to not clench as much, which was really interesting and fucking difficult to do. Let yeah. me tell well, you.
1: I mean, you're, you're like a vice grip when you get to that point. There's almost I mean, it's so fucking obvious what's about to happen. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's crazy. It's it's so fucking strong.
0: Yeah. So I'm trying not to clench quite as hard. I mean, it's involuntary. So it was really something I had to like think about. But that also kind of made it hot because I felt like he was kind of telling me what to do and it was kind of assertive and that yeah. was a huge turn on. I don't know. The whole thing just worked for me. So then he told me to flip over and I'm now on all fours and I am I have my elbows down on the bed so my ass is as far up as it'll go because we've talked many times. I now know that on In doggy style, I have to be positioned a certain way to be able to take the cock or I'm not going to be able to do it.
1: Yeah, it's fucking – it's physics.
0: If I'm at a 90-degree angle as in up, up on hands and knees and they're coming in, there's literally no way a very large cock is going to get inside of me that way. Right. So I angle myself up. He slides inside of me and he starts playing with my ass from the back. He's squeezing on it. He's kind of kneading his fingers into my ass while he's fucking me. And that felt amazing. And there was one moment he like spread my ass cheeks apart as far as they would go. And he was grabbing them on either side. And again, just this assertive, confident fucking move as this giant cock is pumping in and out of me. It drove me fucking crazy. I came at least twice, and probably within a minute of each other. It was so intense.
1: No, yeah, I'm not I'm not the least bit surprised that oh that's my the case. God, it was so hot. I just I, I'm, uh. I'm I'm I was surprised not surprised I guess I shouldn't be necessarily, but I had no idea that you guys didn't actually get to the point where all of the fucking <laughs> cameras and shit were rolling. You were just using a fucking <laughs> iPhone.
0: No. Oh, and again, I think it was just because we were both so excited and so into it. And it was almost like the camera was an afterthought. And I loved that. Yeah. So <laughs> he did position the camera a couple times just to make sure his phone camera, let me be clear, a couple of times just to kind of make sure that we were still in focus. But other than that, we just let it fucking roll. And we just did our thing. And I loved that so fucking much. And so then he turned me back over. He was fucking me on top again for just a little bit. And again... The raunchy shit that was coming out of my mouth during this session, I almost surprised myself.
1: Really? I mean, it was... That's not easy to do.
0: It was raunchy. It was like, yes, use that big fucking cock and fuck me even deeper and just, just... Dirty shit. And it was just rolling out of my mouth. Like I don't even I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm not even sure I remembered all that I said.
1: You were just cock drunk is all it was. A
0: thousand percent. I was so lost in the cock, man. Let me tell you. Oh God. <laughs> I can't I can't even get myself together to tell this story. Jesus. So and then there was a moment where he asked. If he could come in my mouth. And I was like, fuck yes, you can. So he, I get down off of the bed. He's basically sitting on the edge of the bed. And I am once again sucking his cock and he's stroking it. And then he kind of gets up and he's on all, like on his knees on the bed. And I'm just sucking his cock and I'm playing with my own tits. And I can tell that he's getting close because his legs start shaking. And he came. And it was the craziest orgasm I have ever experienced in my fucking life. This man's load... Filled up my entire mouth and then some. I literally had to take a gulp to get all of his cum down just so that he could fill up the rest of my mouth.
1: Yeah, shocking no one that has seen that cock.
0: It was, is that a thing? Guys with bigger cocks have bigger loads?
1: Can't answer that for you. I don't I don't think that's a, a, a physiological thing.
0: I was shocked. I mean, I've experienced some big loads before, but nothing like that. It was insane. And it just kept going and going. I mean, there was one point, you know, I kind of showed the cum to the camera like it's in my mouth and I swallowed it. It, and then I continue to just kind of like lick on the tip of his cock and he just keeps spurting come out over and over. I'm stroking it. He's still coming. I'm like, this is the craziest shit I've ever experienced.
1: It might be just a kind of a unique anatomical thing for some people.
0: I don't don't fucking... Whatever it is, it was the most massive turn-on you could ever imagine. It's the same thing to me as like when I always say guys get lost in their orgasms and they have those growls or those moans that they let out and they just let it all go. Right. I mean, this is kind of the same thing. It's a physical representation of how much he enjoyed the experience. Yeah. Because I, I fully believe that if you have okay or mediocre sex or whatever, if you're not in the right headspace, you're not going to have a load like that. I don't know if that's scientifically proven, but that's my anecdotal experience. Yeah, that,
1: I don't have that scientific information either. But <laughs> the more into something you are in a situation like that, I think everything just kind of is intensified. Right.
0: Ugh, oh, I think so. So then we're kind of doing this little post interview or post play interview, if you will. We're sitting together, and it's so funny. I continue to just stroke his cock. It's almost like I can't stop touching him. And yeah. It's, it's, well, it's,
1: I mean, it takes up most of the room, so you gotta, you know, you can't help it.
0: So we're sitting there talking. I'm still playing with my own tits because they're like kind of sore because I was pinching them so much and grabbing them during the session. But I'm also just still stroking his cock and he's still coming. <laughs> I'm like, how is this humanly possible? Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's a, that's a good question. It's something we have to fucking research and see what the deal is on that. I don't know.
0: And, I mean, my hair's all fucked up. My makeup's all fucked up. I have cum kind of dribbling down my chin. And I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm just happy to be there. Still with the iPhone. <laughs> yes, all of this time with the iPhone. hilarious. And I just can't stop touching and stroking his cock because once again, I'm still getting some cum out of it. So, I mean, the whole thing was just amazing. I was beaming the entire time. I get dressed. I get cleaned up. Again, total gentleman. I have a little bag with me that has like my lingerie and my makeup and stuff in it. He carries it out. We meet you at the car and he shakes your hand and thanks you. And this is just a guy who is, he makes you feel good in those situations obviously this is a for-profit thing we all fucking know that right but there is something to be said for having these experiences on camera with people that you've really fucking enjoy and like as a person
1: well that's i mean the conversation you and i've obviously had over the course of the this past week due to any number of circumstances uh that we experienced your only doing this because of the guys that you and en- that you're only doing this with the guys that you enjoy doing this with. Yes. That's the biggest difference. And that's why w- what happened uh, this past weekend happened, really, because you were, you know, working with people that you genuinely like. And if, if something doesn't go well, it's a real disappointment. Yeah, because it's not like you're doing this with some random people you don't know for the sake of doing it. Right, You know, there's a real, again, it's just like the lifestyle in in and of itself. There's a huge difference to me, not for everybody, obviously, but for me, when there's a a real connection with people. Like you said, this thing, you know, he's got like a $10,000 camera. (laughs) I mean, I've seen the fucking thing. So the fact that that wasn't even part of this session and it was just filmed with his fucking phone in the heat of the moment tells you everything you need to know. For me, this is a genuine connection on whatever level. But there is a connection.
0: Yeah, I think, I hope anyway, he likes my pussy half as much as I like his cock. I mean, I just, and I do think that our energy was very... a simpatico like we were we did an amazing job of bouncing off of each other and allowing that sexual connection to just fuel this entire experience together and i think that comes through again i just started editing it but i mean just even my my laughter in it my joy you can tell i'm having so much fucking
1: fun well see that's the thing because that's in situations like this where it's so obvious that it was a, a really enjoyable experience You can't do something that isn't as enjoyable because it will clearly come through and that's just not fun. Yeah. That's the good and the bad, I guess, for some folks. For us, it it just is what it is because, you know, you genuinely enjoy working with the people that you work with and then having these experiences. But also, he's a guy that if he came into town and he was just here for the weekend or for the night or whatever, you would totally just hang out with him.
0: Oh, and I would totally fuck him off camera, too. That's the thing that I've really learned in the last, well, especially in the last week, but let's say in the last few months even, is I want to shoot with people that if there was no camera rolling and there was nothing to be gained from it other than sheer pleasure, I would still want to have sex with them. Right. And this is the perfect example of that. If he came and was like, hey, I just need a night off from all of that. I don't want to be on camera. Can we just fuck? Yeah. I would one- thousand percent do that and i'd be so fucking excited to do it yeah
1: i'd be excited for you but uh, you know now that i understand exactly what it is that's happening <laughs> yeah it was...
0: because of the cock is that what you mean
1: yeah like i said i had no idea no idea you know oh god, I mean, yeah so yeah the guy's got a big cock okay cool no 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 that that's not what's happening here this no. is a very different thing
0: Yeah, I know, but it's hard to, like I said, it's hard to categorize those things. Big cock, huge cock, fucking gigantic cock. I mean, they're all relative terms.
1: Yeah, well, everything's relative, but that motherfucker is no joke. He's like a fucking.
0: It's like my arm Uh, going inside of me. Imagine that. It's like literally almost like being fisted.
1: Yeah, it's up to your elbow. It's fucking insane. (laughs) yeah so yeah again uh, you know the and fact
0: attached that, to a really fucking cool dude well
1: that's just it right it, it, it's not like you've got a stunt cock hap- this that's not what's happening no, no this is a genuine fucking cool he's a gentleman he's a really solid fucking player uh and i dig him I, I really do i think he's a great fucking guy i really appreciate his courtesy and professionalism that that's a big deal for me absolutely he's, he's the guy that you want to meet on a, a single guy date for the first time right that's a from a hot wife perspective you go meet a guy single guy for the first time this is the guy you want to meet I mean, he's got all the fucking qualities. I mean, assuming line.
0: you can take the cock, not yeah. not everyone can.
1: Cock aside, maybe haven't seen it yet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? But if you're
0: not a size queen or don't appreciate a large cock, I would probably steer clear of Samaj. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's he's not for you. But <laughs> from a you know a personable perspective, he's a fucking great, dude. Yeah, he's
0: great. So yeah, I wanted to give him a huge shout out and thank you. I mean, obviously, this was kind of the highlight of my AVN week just because yeah. of how unexpected the whole thing was. Again, not, we didn't set the cameras up. It wasn't this whole production. It was just sheer fucking pleasure that we happened to catch on an iPhone. And I loved this experience so much that I wanted to make sure that I shouted him out. If you guys are curious about what Samaj looks like for yourself, obviously it's going to be on my OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. But you can also check him out on OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash Samaj Media. And that's S-E-M-A-J. And I'll put that in the show notes for for you too. Or he's on Twitter at Samaj underscore triple X. Great fucking guy. Even if you just want to see some quality shit and know that it was produced by a good person, I recommend following him.
1: Yeah, solid player. I dig him.
0: And we are going to be back on video for a bonus episode this week exclusively for our Patreon members. If you want to see us actually talking to and interacting with each other on video, you can do that every single week on our bonus episode by heading to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. Again, my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash front porch swingers. Brian's is OnlyFans.com slash by hyphen zaddy. Please apply to come to our events. We would love to see you in 2023. Again, we have so Many opportunities for that. We have the Real Hot Ways of Phoenix Takeover. We have Pod Bash. We have the third Thursday of every single month here in Las Vegas. And we have several other events around the country that will be announced very, very shortly. So stay tuned for all of that. And also, Single Guy Tip of the Week is now officially available on YouTube on video. So if you guys want to go watch it after you listen to it, we encourage you to do so. We're at youtube.com slash frontport swingers. And again, all of these things are in the show notes for you. Am I missing anything? we got
1: a lot of stuff coming up. We're going to have the show in a couple of different places, a couple of new places. One in particular I'm very excited about. We'll announce that soon.
0: Ooh, Stay tuned for all of that and thank you guys so much for listening.
1: Thanks everybody.